Hey guys, welcome to Comment Fakers, a commentary podcast where we bring hot takes from the best of the film business straight to your ear holes. Though this podcast is filled with lies, we'd like to be honest for a moment and let you know that we have no idea what movie we'll be playing as we record this. The movie was picked by our friend Andrea, and we won't know what is going on until the titles actually roll. For the commentaries, we'll be bringing in guest hosts who will definitely be actual members of film crews that worked on this project. Real ones that worked on the project. This may or may not include us. But they won't, because they're real ones. They'll be improvising commentary for movies that are available on Netflix, so you can watch along. There will be this nice little Hollywood bleep sound, and once you hear that noise, feel free to push play, and then that way you will be synced up with our commentary. The trivia they share and the emotional journeys they take on the show may or may not be factual truths. Enjoy the sure to be train wreck. Please don't sue us, unless you're Jake Gyllenhaal, because we'd be honored to meet you, even in court. I'm Andrea. I'm Crazy. I'm Amy. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm Brian. And this is... Common Fakers! Hey guys, this is Andrea. Today, I picked High School Musical 2, so strap in because this is going to be really difficult, but I bet you it's going to be a lot of fun because this movie is terrible. Good luck, guys. Sound artist, thank you. <laughs> I have a good clap. Beautifully done. Where's that? Already recording. Yeah, we're already recording. Woo! Without further ado, okay, uh, on your phone. Test me now. Is water? Am I wearing glasses? <laughs> um, I thought we were already pressing play. Okay, so let's go around and introduce ourselves. Hello. Thank you for being on this commentary. Hello and welcome to this commentary for High School Musical 2. My name is Jenny. I was involved in this project in a very hands-on sort of way. I'm I was the uh, acting coach for Zach Efron and Monique Coleman. My name is Janine. I was the marketing director who was specifically hired to market towards the Oscars. So I'll be pointing out every part in this movie that I think <laughs> deserved an Oscar. I'm still pretty bitter about that, by the way, but never, never, to never, never, better late than never. I think similar to posthumous awards for actors, it should be posthumous awards for movies. Um, hello, I'm Vanessa Hudgens. Um, I also played Corbin Blue's stunt double. Little known fact, a lot of people don't know that. I did both jobs. Um, because Corbin Blue is a little girl who doesn't want to do any of his own stunts. I'm sorry, what was your name again? I'm Vanessa Hudgens. I play the part of Vanessa Hudgens. I'm a little drunk. Uh, it... Also, I'm high on this drug that affects my voice, so please don't Called worry acting, me. if you're listening, the Academy. Uh -huh. High on the drug of acting. That was me. You just saw my face go, oh. Okay, so we have Jenny, we have Vanessa, um, and what's your name? What's your role? Oh, hey. Um, I'm just... See, that like, was me right there. Oh, right. Sorry, I was just letting you know. That was one of the things Corbin Blue didn't want to kiss the teacher, so I stood in for him. Sorry, go on. 
Well, I was just like a teacher at this school, and then they just dragged me into this. You worked at actual East High? I did work at oh, actual wow. East High. But I was just supposed to be like pretty much their cleanup. I mean, Zach Efron makes a mess freaking everywhere that he goes. Yeah, he does. So, I mean, that's what it's supposed to do. But then, um, what's her face? The girl that plays Sharpay? Like, she's actually like that. Ashley Tisdale? Yeah. The Academy, if you're listening, Ashley Tisdale, Sharpay. (laughs) She's like that in real life. So then she took a tire iron to the choreographer's knees so then they I'm were sorry. like, and I just so happened to be standing there. So they're like, hey, can you choreograph this whole show? And I was like, yeah, why not? Nobody will notice. It's a bunch of six-year-olds watching this. So did you clean up the sets after and before the performances? Yeah, yeah, so for a little bit. I mean, questions. it was kind of like everyone in the school had to do it. All right, so um, how much bleach did you use, or was it already this, like, white? I mean, the, the that set, is a camera effect. Music. Have you ever been in a high school? Exactly. It's full Hence of boys. I think that's one of the things that hey, makes this movie I'm stand screen, out. Look oh. at this. Oh. This is me acting, uh, me and Zac Efron, we really had a thing going on in that moment. As Zac Efron's acting coach, I did highly encourage him to um, explore his relationship with Vanessa in every way that he could. There's me again as Corbin Blue stunt double. Uh, Corbin Blue has no idea how to play basketball. Little known fact, the first movie, there was Robert De Niro actually played a stunt double. A well-known actor and basketball player. So I just danced that part for him. And then, as you'll soon see, I'm going to be dancing again. Fun fact about this scene, it's the last non-ironic use of frosted tips. If you look in the back, I think this kid's going to pop up any second now. Uh, There he is. You missed him, but... uh, You notice I actually ran to the back to play Corbin Blue in that moment. I was in the front, and then I ran in the back, because Corbin Blue didn't like touching people's shoulders. (laughs) Was he even in this movie at all? No, he was. Like, right now, now that's me. Uh, He's not on or me right now. Uh, I was that drum. Uh, Okay, see there? He is, and I'm there. Uh, That's impressive. That's actually, I'm very impressed. Yeah. So Maybe you should have had my job. Huh? Yeah, I could (laughs) do that job, but... Uh, being Vanessa Hudgens is just really hard, you know. Uh, this is actually based on a true event that happened. Everyone bursting into song and dance at the end of school. That's my favorite dance move in the whole thing. Sorry. Um, we had to study up on it. You know, it's um, the question of bleach that was brought up earlier. Look at that. Nobody's ever had a nosebleed on that. Nobody. Started periods? Uh-uh. But um, there was a fair amount of bleach on the set. I kept seeing it end up in Zac Efron's trailer. I don't... Excuse me. I don't exactly know why. But I constantly saw it in there when I was uh, coaching him in his acting. Mm. She's so similar to Daniel Day-Lewis. Ashley... Ashley Tisdale so commits to her character that her mirror doesn't even spell fabulous right. 
And that's just one of those little details that an, an average viewer wouldn't notice, but I think the Academy will definitely notice. Um, as you can see in the back, that is me. You know it's me because I was holding a basketball. Again, Corbin Blue is deathly afraid of basketballs. He would not touch one. Any shot you see him with a basketball is not him. Hmm. That kid didn't know which way he was going. He was scared to walk towards the camera. So he walked away. Now, if you see, if you look closely on Vanessa's locker. My locker. <laughs> I know, I'm very familiar with it. This was a difficult shot. As you can see, you only see the back of my head in that shot. Because I was being program blue with a basketball. This was green screened. Wow, that's actually super impressive. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Ginny. It's like I a think real you were life human. I'm sorry. I was just gonna point out the photo in the uh, the back and, and on Vanessa's locker is one that th- we took specifically for uh, that locker scene, and um, <clears throat> but originally it was gonna look more realistic that photo, but Zach insisted. Uh, for the part that he actually wanted to recreate it in crayon, which is why it looked so fake. I don't know. That's like better than half the art these students do, which is A+. One of the hard things acting in this movie, uh, you saw the girl who plays the piano, right? Uh, she has the hat and the mismatched mm-hmm. clothes. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was just there. Oh, there she is again. Yes, I know. Uh, she is. actually is a robot. They couldn't find a teenager to who actually could play the piano. And so for her, they were... Special they, effects, if you're listed Academy. Yeah, they, were, uh, they used a very lifelike robot to do everything. Um, you can tell it really upset the actors often. You'll see sometimes you'll be like, oh, this is the time a robot messed up. It's kind of similar. Oh, we see, talked... she just sort of responded like a robot. We talked a lot about comparing that um, to Interstellar when Christopher Nolan brought in uh, TARS on Interstellar with actually a practical effect robot. Like, they actually created that. Similar to her, they actually created her with uh, similar integrity, intent, and devotion to the craft. It's so realistic, though. Now... Zach and Monique both had a lot of... They needed a lot of help in this scene. Uh, apparently, neither of them had even gone to high school, so they didn't under, <clears throat> excuse me, understand what a summer break was and why they should be excited for it. So, actually, um, yeah. in, in light of their misunderstanding, we actually were able to bring them into a junior high... It's not a high school, a junior high graduation. Or not graduation, the end of... Um, school and see their excitement and if you can see in that last scene they just did not understand the excitement I'm still very frustrated with their choice of acting waiting for one of them to commit on that milk there nobody Uh, I was told not to drink the milk Uh, I was told only drink the bottled water never drink the milk that is me you can tell I can't help but notice that they threw it out of the fridge with intent though Again, I think that indicates there's a richer backstory going on here that any screenwriter would be inspired by. Little known fact, those carrots are actually very, very realistic looking Cheetos. Not carrots. Vanessa? Yeah. 
What's I'm up? just curious. What What's kind up, of Al? alcohol were you were you drinking to produce such a low voice? And just tell me about your night. Uh, absinthe mm. and synthab. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty messed how, up. How are you feeling? You need help. Are you recovering? Um, well, I drank it two days ago, so considering I'm still feeling this way, a little bit. Quick follow-up question for Vanessa. Yeah. Um, were you also aware that the, um, acting, the actor's commentary was yesterday? This is, this is not the actor's commentary. Uh, Can I swear? Probably shouldn't. Why don't you edit it out? Okay. I'm, I feel terrible about that. I didn't, I didn't mean to I'm swear. sure the three-year-olds who watch this DVD commentary won't It was won't an notice. accident. Uh, this was actually supposed to... I think that to... actually, though, let's keep it in, though, because that indicates the grittier nature of this film. Many best pictures are rated R. You know, High School Musical 2 almost got an R rating, and that's why we edited it out of the f***. That's all I have to say. It's very interesting. Everyone in this movie has an object that represents who they are, that they hold. Often. Uh, for Corbin Blue, it's the basketball, but of course I have to hold it. And for Sharpie, it's her dog. Uh, she holds it often, and when you see her holding it, she, you know she's giving her best performance. At least that's what she told me. What do you have to say about that, acting coach? Well, I had a lot of disagreements with Sharpies. <laughs> Excuse me, I am getting over a sickness. It's all right. With Sharpies, like. acting coach. Um, she was just a horrid, horrid woman. Called... We're calling you out, Natalie. Wait called a Natalie. Wait a minute. Yeah. Is this the guy from Perfect Strangers? Not the weird one, but the normal one? <laughs> I've never seen Perfect Strangers. No idea. Somebody? IMDb. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll move on. Anyway, Natalie... do that. Please. If Natalie's listening to this... I just really hope that she has moved on with her life and told her actors that they don't need to be constantly holding items in order to deliver a performance. I tried to hit on this guy. He's not, he doesn't speak English though. He only spoke his lines. Besides that, he doesn't, he didn't even know what he was saying in that moment. That's what Sonny Pouar did for his performance in line, which was almost nominated for numerous awards. I don't know how great it was when they all finally friggin' left that dumb school. <laughs> Guys, like, they filmed during class. <laughs> oh, Can yeah. I tell you what it's like Wait. to teach people when there's a bunch of... I was about to say, your job overpaid. to cover a movie that takes place Children. all the school. No, yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was awesome. So, so did you It follow? took a solid nine weeks for them to film one scene. So did you follow with them to this well, scene in Utah? Duh. Oh, okay, wow. where were you at the beginning of this? Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. I have anger management issues. Okay. Yes, because remember how that lovely lady broke the choreographer's kneecaps? So I got dragged. I mean, to be fair, it was a nice little free sunny vacation to St. George, which is, you know, the nicer part of Utah. I don't know if any of you have explored Utah. How did he... Just I heard it was pronounced Utah. Utah. He was. Wait, I am so confused. He was playing the piano in a pool, and then he was sitting next to her. It's called magic. 
Oh, wait, I, I remember this is all lot. Disney. You yeah. know, I had a, a Magic. interesting relationship with the script supervisor. And I want to just say that um, Tony was his name. He was very rarely on set. So any disruptions like that that you notice um, is his fault for pretty much never being there. He has a lot of demons in him, that Tony. You want to know some trivia right here? Yes. You know her sidekick? That guy. Her twin? Is, is he her twin? Yeah, right. Yeah. But they look nothing alike. Oh, there's the robot on the piano again. Anyway, uh, he went to the same high school as Brad Pitt. Uh, same time? He doesn't no, seem the same age. No, different time. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a high, the high school is well known for being the high school of Brad Pitt. Um, but he also went there, but is not as famous as Brad Pitt, so they don't really talk about it as much. But he still, I mean, he always talks about it. I remember being on set, he'd be like, you know, Brad Pitt went to my high school. And I would correct him and say, you went to Brad Pitt's high school at a different time. And he would go, yeah, but like, whatever. You know? I'm afraid I was so I mean, distracted by the terribleness of this um, musical like, number. You can look that information up, by the way. I'm not making it up. He really, he really did go to high school with Brad Pitt. Do you not know what the Brad name Pitt. of that high school was? Yeah, uh, it is Springfield, Missouri High School. The the famous Springfield High School. You might know of it. You know. Yeah. Oh, there he is. My boyfriend. I mean, at the time, he was my boyfriend. We were inseparable. Yeah, let's... Were you there Let's for tell his... the audience what year we're recording this. I don't know what year it is right now, to be honest. I'm pretty <laughs> drugged. Nope, there I am. Well, it's uh, 2017, and honestly, I was quite surprised when I received the phone call that they wanted us to come back and record this commentary. Well, it is the anniversary edition. That is true, and it is fortunate that I kept very detailed notes. I have about six journals full to the brim about acting techniques, techniques. pretty much that I just had to teach Zach Efron for the first time. Uh, it was actually not written for me to save her in this scene, but she was supposed to die. But I jumped in and saved her because I'm a good person and didn't let her die. And they had to completely rewrite it to have her character remain in the show. I was in so much trouble. Huh? It was a big laugh we had, uh, but I did get docked pay um, to pay for her for the rest of the movie because she was supposed to drown. In real life and in that shot. Maybe you should I just let her drown, movie. but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, probably. I mean, Disney money is nice. I got paid a really good, decent amount of money. But I already don't enjoy being around teenagers for like eight hours of the day. 
and to spend like five and a half weeks, because no joke, that's how long it took to film this movie. <laughs> Real life trivia, guys. Five weeks. They threw this thing together in five weeks. Robots, mostly. You said it took nine weeks just to film the stuff that was at the school, that opening scene. I think she means five weeks. For you know what? Do you person. remember it? Do you remember it. any of it, I Vanessa? Was, I was pretty f- <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Sorry. I don't even know what you said. Today. Actually, it took me nine weeks to just teach you chore- the choreography. Um, I'm going to oh go ahead man. and... There I am again. You know it's me because I have a basketball. There's very but little it's miserable. Thank in, you. This, in this movie. Because it was scripted that Corbin Blue's character would always have a basketball in his hands. And, uh, yeah. What were you guys looking at? We can now confirm that this is the 10-year anniversary of High School Musical 2. Which I think makes it a lot more meaningful if you notice the little changes, the little changes they've made in the, the edit that we're watching. Uh, available on Netflix now. I am now understanding why I received the phone call, but still not very happy about it. <laughs> High school. So, um, Jenny, didn't you train? So, since well, as I've already discussed, they did cut this down from an R rating to a G rating. I was wrong. It wasn't Springfield, Missouri High School. It was Kickapoo High School. Kickapoo. And uh, Kickapoo. I should have remembered that because he would always be like, Kickapoo. Uh, Kickapoo High School. See? Brad Pitt went to Kickapoo High School. I was, I see I was that. right. The background actors that. are paying so much attention to the I'm job. so happy for you. What's the kid's name in this? Chad? No, not me. Troy? No, the the girl who's pretending to be a guy. Vanessa. Oh. No, who went to be, uh, who went to school with Brad Pitt at Kickapoo. Oh. Lucas? Ryan? Oh, Ryan. his name is Ryan. Yes. Lucas Grabeel. <laughs> hey. Or as I call him, Grabeel. I remembered a name. I'm so, so impressed by Jenny, myself. Jenny, Jen, Jenny, Jenny, thank you. Jenny and Janine, the the two of us, classic. Um, so, you, as I mentioned, they did cut this down from R rating to a G, so they could air it on Disney. Um, what can you tell me a little about the other scenes? You're gonna have the most insight to what you trained Zach for that they didn't that they had to cut out. So I know he had the the majority of the R-rated scenes. Will you run me through exactly what didn't make this G-rated cut? Please don't be explicit because I'm sure there will be children watching. Oh, pretty much everything under the sun. It's a great question, though. Thank you. Um, we did have Zach trained. Um, we didn't, Vanessa. I don't know if you were brought in at this stage, but there was originally going to. Be uh, I was not actually. Okay, uh, then we had a, a stunt double in place. Yeah, um, I think it was when I was playing Corbin Blue. We ha- we did have to train. Oh, it was probably three weeks that we trained for this. Uh, you know, it was gonna be a a a kind of a dance number with with a song. <laughs> 
but ultimately it was cut. Was it going to be at the beginning of the movie as kind of an indication of how disturbed Zac Efron's character was? I mean, Troy Bolton? No, it was actually going to be probably, I think they were going to put it in after the pool scene with uh, Sharpie. And but before this scene, <clears throat> but um, we also did train Zach. This was probably a three month training that we went through, which was he was really ashamed that we couldn't put it in. Which um, later we'll see his uh, bet on it song that was actually going to have an R rating due to the violence. Um, there were going to be several throwaway characters that Zach was going to have to kill. I heard there's a lot of. In there too. I am so and I feel like that's worse. <laughs> yes, um, throughout the show, <laughs> excuse me again, this cold. Throughout the show, there was going to be just animal sacrifices. <laughs> yes, thank you for finishing that for me. I still shudder to think of it. Um, and these kids are freaking weird. If you look. Big, big props <laughs> to Rebel Wilson in the red hat. She had a cameo in this one moment. Uh, she doesn't play that character as you asked in the movie. They get the real actress, but in this one moment, she is there. You can see her, but then they switch back to the real actress. There I... she is. If you look very closely in the background of some scenes, there is actually um, blood that you can see. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh about this, but it is kind of funny. There is blood you can see from the animal sacrifices that uh, previously happened. Uh, there was probably one maybe ten minutes prior to filming this, but uh, had to cut they, it they out. They thought, they, here's the thing, they did it a lot because they thought that it helped them learn their dance moves better and sing better, and uh, the real Corbin Blue, not the one played by Vanessa, who is He's there right seated now. next to me. He is sort of like a cult leader. And that's why he, has he doesn't touch all, basketballs. That's why he doesn't touch basketballs. It's why he doesn't like touching people. Um, he believes that it takes away from his spiritual being. And so, and, and I mean, they're all friends. This is the second one that we're in now, I think. Like, in real life, we're all friends, or just in the movie? Well, we're, but I mean, he had you guys all in his cult, which is why we had to do so many friggin' animal sacrifices. Um, so, also, I do want to just say something I just remembered about the, the R rating. So, that song was called We Want to Work It Out. Um, they actually had to dub over the entire uh, lyrics and re-record the song afterwards once they realized we wanted to have a G rating. I'll give you one guess what the real lyrics of that song were. I don't want to... F- work because I'm lazy. Also, this scene was actually going to be a reprise of the song that they... A reprise of the song. We tried to do a commentary on a movie that would specifically be available for fans. Whose problem is that? Um, I am just so attractive. I'm just not even going to finish that thought. Um, I think everyone else can understand exactly where that was going. (laughs) 
How much spray tan was he soaking in every night? Marinating it, it looks like. Well, frequently when we discussed his lines and acting preferences, um, I would have to go to him while he was in. So it's, it's a device that maybe the common public hasn't mm-hmm. seen before. It's, it's, a, it's a bathtub with a lid um, of just sand, or excuse me, of suntan uh, lotion and also a, a fake, fake tanning oil. This, I would like to point out, was not me and Zac Efron. This was taken directly from Star Wars Episode Two, in the desert. Uh, no, not the desert. The the grass when they're all laying and rolling around. Uh, they CGI'd our face onto Natalie Portman and Chris Christian Haydenson, uh, Hayden Christensen, and yeah, this that's why you might notice we're a little bit different. It's because this is actually Star Wars Episode Two. That explains a lot about that scene. Um, cinematographers out there, you'll notice that this scene is the epitome of the color wheel. Orange, purple. Look at that. Look at that. I thought it was yellow and purple. (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't major in the color wheel, okay, Jenny? That was originally going to be there for a commercial break. That's why it went black. Regular movies would not fade to black in that way. I've worked in real movies since then, so. Little known fact also, that was not my card I swiped. I just swiped someone else's card. It was pretty funny. I kept working and someone else was no longer getting paid. Yeah, I believe the actors only got paid during this movie when they actually clocked in as characters. Oh, her name is Kelsey! Robot? Yeah. Watch how realistic it looks. You can tell, like, the programming is going so fast right now. Before he had made these movies, Zach had never seen a piano before, which is why he uh, acts kind of just very put off during this scene. And um, if you notice in the original High School Musicals, he never, still never feels comfortable around pianos. I don't know what it is about it, but he just, he doesn't like pianos. Uh, It is not more apparent that she's a robot than when she tries to sing. Can we just... Yeah, well, and you know what what gives it away realistically? The hat. She doesn't understand how humans wear hats. That's why it's off to the side a little bit. Regular people would wear it facing forward, but she has it askew because her inability to understand how hats work. See? Wrong way to wear a hat. Also, the hair just, it's not convincing human hair. Well, neither Tri- are those eyes, but... Trivia here, I actually, I, I can confirm it's from IMDb trivia page. F- for oh, real. and my Kickapoo information isn't confirmed. <laughs> um, it's that, 
In the first High School Musical, Zac Efron simply lip-synced to another man because Disney was like, you're not good enough. And this one, they were like, wait, you're actually a perfect singer. What are we doing? So this is his actual voice, whereas in the first one, it's a different voice. So that's it. That is true as as Zach's uh, acting coach. Is he married? No, Zach is not we married. We for a while, but then just decided it'd be better if we didn't get married. It makes both of us more attractive as uh, thespians. Like, because when we're married, then it would suddenly be like, ooh. Did you say thespians? Yeah. I have a question for I've you, heard Vanessa. Something different. I don't know how you heard something different. Zach was actually um, very insistent on showing his uh, boxers during at least one scene. Keep an eye throughout the entire movie. You'll see them on multiple occasions. It made him feel a lot more comfortable when he was by the piano to have his boxers showing. Like that when he got on it, he was so scared. But as soon as we pulled his pants down a little bit, he was like, I can do this. I can do this. It's a weird comfort thing for him. Yeah. See how scared he is? That's not because of me. That's because of the piano. That was an early shot. We totally did it after this. I have it on good authority that Damien Chazelle watched this movie and totally changed his major from computer engineering to musicals. I mean jazz. I mean drumming. I mean filmmaking, but he was ins- he was inspired to start drumming, which is what inspired him to make La La Land. Kind of. Back me up on this, Jenny. I mean, I, I don't know Damien, but I'm sure if I did... Sh- sure. She doesn't know Damien, anybody. I mean... I'm not a la- at liberty to speak about my relationship with Damien, but we'll just say that uh, Janine, mm-hmm. Janine was right. That is a quote from the first movie. We're all in this together. Was a very popular song in that Little first Easter movie. Little Easter egg there for you. Many people don't catch that. I love Brian's character because everyone made such a big deal about the amazing uh, character in Arrested Development, uh, Tobias. I think he's kind of like a very, he's like kind of the best, he's kind of like a mix of, from Arrested Development, Tobias and uh, 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 the youngest one. Michael? George Michael? No, no, the youngest brother of the brothers. Michael's Michael's son. George Michael's Michael's. It's the it's the one that lives with his mom. Oh. Um, this is an interesting. Buster. 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 That's who he reminds me of. Um, everyone made such a big deal about him. Both of them. That series was like a cult classic. Justice for Ryan. He did it before anybody else. Uh, possibly untrue because I think Arrested Development might have started in like two thousand five, but. <sighs> That's um, awesome that Zac Efron just did. It's because he had actually never shaken someone's hand before. <laughs> Excuse me. Shaken someone's hand before, and he was 
It, was a, it wasn't scripted for him. I told him to try and just act as normal as possible, but he just was very excited you about successfully yeah. performing a handshake. You could tell he was shaken. I don't really have much to say about this scene. I was not in it. Not even as Corbin Blue. You notice there's no basketball, so I didn't have to cover. I didn't realize Is that... Lucas... Oh, one of the Brady Bunch guys? I don't know, but I think Lucas Grabeel might be a robot. Did you notice his hat? I was paying attention to it recently. I mean, he went to Kickapoo High School with Brad Pitt, but robots can go to high school. He's just a very sophisticated robot. His hat is very suspiciously placed on his head. Oh, I remember. There was, okay. There were, there was a real Lucas Gabriel, uh, Grabiel, sorry and the robot Lucas Gabriel to play the piano in the swimming pool. I forgot about that. He must have snuck the robot on for this scene. Sneaky devil. It's weird, I haven't seen Lucas with his hat normal for a while. There was a time while we were filming this that um when I was going over my lessons with Zach, he did keep inviting Lucas to his trailer um, for drinks, but it was kind of interesting that Lucas never drank anything with, I mean, sorry, excuse me, Lucas was the only one that drank anything. Huh. Zach never drank any of the things that uh, he offered Lucas from his trailer. That's... Um, it's not... I think that's just normal for teens these days, isn't it? It probably is. It's it's just a, a kind of a weird blip that I remember about the okay. filming of this. Sure, it was unrelated to the uh, vast amounts of bleach that Zach kept yeah. requesting be brought to his trailer. It seems to be... I mean, I don't think that'll hold up in any court, per se. That was a really hard scene to um, teach Zach because he had to perform more than one emotion. He had to go from excited to startled, and he was very confused on how that worked. It took us, I'd say, about 12 hours of rehearsals before uh, he finally was able to get that four seconds together. The mark of a true actor. Or just someone that doesn't really know what they're doing. Or a true actor. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He might be a better actor than you think he is. Maybe he's I acting. I think he's pretty darn good. <clears throat> Are you lobbying to get him an Academy Award? No shit, Jenny. <laughs> I mean, if anybody deserves an Academy Award, 
It's his abs. Abs. Yeah, girl. All about that. I mean, Vanessa knows. Yeah, I do. One thing I think is interesting about this movie is that this is like a summer resort, but there don't appear to be any guests. And I think that's very symbolic because, well, you're, I mean, it's like in a way the guests, oh, they're, they're the guests. Uh, here's, here's the thing, my dear friend, about editing there were guests when we arrived, but then they slowly started disappearing. And now we thought that they were just checking out, because, you know, who wants to hang out with a bunch of friggin' rowdy teenagers? But a lot of them are, like, listed in the missing persons <laughs> register, so... I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened to them, but... I mean, there's definitely the scenes where there's a ton of guests there, and then there's the scenes where there's... This Ugh. man in the pink sa in the salmon shirt, he was in Best Two Years. What? <laughs> yeah. Is the Best Two Years. <laughs> the classic Mormon movie about the Mormon missionaries in Holland? Anybody? Nope. Was Can I in it? I rarely remember my own movies. I have a feeling you weren't in that one. Cool. <laughs> Was he really in that one? <laughs> so stupid. I thought he said God for a second, and I was like... Whew, there's a lot more material to work with for the Academy Awards. He said golf, which also works. Oh, since it has been ten years since we've done this, I do remember coaching Zach in this scene, but I can't exactly remember. Um, is he pretending to be Sharpie's boyfriend in this, or was this just a weird dinner? I can confirm that. Uh, it was a weird dinner where she's been trying to... Uh, she's been trying to force herself on him because she's taking him to the fancy dinner with her parents. Whoa. I'm gonna edit that one out. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> So no, but it, the the conflict of this movie <laughs> is that Zach's being given all these promises from Sharpie about his college career and about his future because at this point he's very st struggling to come to terms with his future after high school, and Sharpie is offering him connections and networking through her parents. So she's like uh, bribing him 
into spending time with her, which then looks bad for Vanessa. It's this whole thing. So that's kind of the mounting tension throughout this whole... That wasn't the right word, but... <clears throat> that's that's the tension throughout this whole thing. Did I say that already? No, no. Oh. There I am, looking fine. That was before some of the harder drugs. <laughs> this um, this scene was cut short. Um, as you can imagine, this was going to be one of those scenes that turned this into the R rating that it rightly deserved at the time. Uh, but, of course, we did have to cut that part out. I still close my eyes and pretend it's there sometimes. I'll pause the movie and then just, like, imagine it in my head. So Disney has a very strict dress code, and it's very antiqui- an- antiquated. Um, <laughs> and one of the things is that like they never. They, they never. They never edited um, this out of their legal contracts. Is that women weren't allowed to show their ankles? So they're actually prosthetics over each of the women's ankles in this because it's considered so scandalous to Disney lawyers that women (laughs) expose their ankles. So, yeah. I did not know that. That is, I feel like a better person. But it also makes a lot of sense why none of them could, like, dance very well. We actually, um, because of this, I, I wasn't able to be part of the post-production, but I do know that they actually did uh, add that leg in post. It is completely CGI, and I think it is very convincing. Very expensive. Was I'm one convinced. of them just fired? Sorry, ask your question again? They weren't allowed to... Who? Was I fired in this? No, I think... That one of them had to... I think maybe Vanessa had to go home because... Wait. Why does he's he back at home. so many basketballs? Here's the thing. I never noticed how many basketballs were in this till now. Here's the thing. They weren't allowed to be in the pool. So one of them got in trouble. But now Zach's back at home with his father figure. Who is, in fact, his actual dad. <sighs> Not No, remember, sure they're why. all staying in one place. Why is Zach with his dad? Did he go home for the weekend? I think he went home for the weekend. Just another one just another one of those complex plot points that really keeps you thinking throughout this whole thing. Inception who? What? Just comparing <laughs> <laughs> I'm just comparing high school musical two to Inception. Oh. A very good uh comparison. Mm-hmm. I did also work on Inception. I won't tell you whose acting coach I was, but um, let's let's just say that... Uh... Troy's helmet has its own box. That's all. 
I wasn't fired. That's good. <laughs> She's a certified exercise instructor and lifeguard. Hell yeah, I am. A lot of people might not realize, but you you can now watch for it throughout the show. Um, Zach has a, uh, a clause in his contract that pretty much any costume he's in must be some sort of shade of blue for 80% of the movie. Um, that is because his to bring out the blueness of his eyes, which... I didn't notice. Um... You when he wears any other shade, notice that his eyes are brown. Uh huh. But when he wears blue, his eyes are blue. It's it's a weird, weird deformity that he has. I'm not even making this up when I say that that's the same exact thing they did in 500 Days of Summer during the dance number. Whenever Zoe Deschanel is on the screen, they have everybody wear blue to signalize that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's so enamored with her eyes that everything is just like bluer and more beautiful to bring out her eyes because he's so deeply in love with her. Exact same thing, except for we're all Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this scenario. Zac Efron is Zoe Deschanel. Enough said. I'm sorry, who are you again? (laughs) I'm Janine. I'm the marketing director who is marketing this um, retrospectively to the Academy. Uh, I believe that it's one of the greatest pieces of art ever made, um, or at least I've signed on to say so. And... Uh, I'm here to make sure it gets the recognition it deserves artistically and in the business. Good job. B-I-Z-ness. Did you also work on 500 Days of Summer? Hells no, I didn't. Okay. I was just curious if you met Charles Gordon-Levitt, because that'd be cool. No, I just really love that movie. Ah. Yeah. It's what inspired me to start doing what I do today. That's impressive, that's impressive. I mean, not really, because I just realized that Hunt February December was made in, like, 2008, but... Right, like a whole year after this movie was made. What I'm saying is... I believe in reincarnation. (laughs) Wait. That doesn't check out, I just realized. Um... We don't have to go to my backstory. Let's just move on. (laughs) Thank you, Janine. That was fascinating. (coughs) And that um, whiteboard that we just saw is actually a funny story on set. Very few of the um, set decorators, even the director, we had uh, several of the producers... All of the actors, very few of them are literate or can write at all. So we had to call in a specialist to actually come in and write on that whiteboard for us. We didn't expect it to be a problem, but you know when you're filming, these things just pop up. The costume design in this movie is beautiful. (laughs) She is the worst, though. You're way prettier. Thank you. I would totally... Even with this voice. What do you mean, this voice? I mean... I guess I am on some heavy drugs. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd like to just tell a little funny story that happened on set while nothing's going on of importance right now. Uh, so, High School Musical 1 was such a success uh, because of its literary... Uh, 
roots. It's based on a Shakespearean novel, one of his lost works, uh, that actually was adapted into a modern piece. Uh, And they wanted to do the same thing with this. And so what they did was, this is based on a literary piece. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. If you give a mouse a cookie. Um, And in this movie... Uh, Zach Efron is the cookie, and you can see Sharpie giving him lots of different things, and then he wants more and more. Um, Wait, you said Zach Efron is the cookie or the mouse? Oh, uh, <laughs> what did I say? You said he's the cookie, but I think you were trying to say he's the mouse. Yeah, I'm on some heavy drugs. What uh, drugs are you on? See, was it this? I don't like to talk about it. Okay. Uh, it was this moment I was like, I was given the inspiration to be a cup of milk. You can see how milk toast I am. So what other kind of cookies would you say Zach was given, Jenny, as the one who worked with him on this elaborate metaphor? Vanessa's a cookie. Sharpie's lure of collegiate success is a cookie. Well, I mean, do you mean like in the sense of the movie or actually on set? Because Zach did have quite a lot of demands and it was hard to coach him. Uh, while he was throwing one of his classic tantrums, <clears throat> mostly he just wanted, <clears throat> excuse me, mostly he just wanted a lot of bleach to be brought to his trailer, excuse me, uh, for reasons unknown. These men came straight from the Getty Images stock photo shoot. It's true. If you search real basketball players, you find those three guys. That's actually a line that was true in this context because he was actually saying, I don't know what that means, to the line that Sharpie was saying. But he also, we had to cut that line from, I'd say, every scene that Zach is in. He would be constantly saying it. I had to just keep telling him, Zach, you can't be constantly reacting. I don't know what that means. You have to react in different ways. You are an actor. You have to show surprise. You have to show understanding. It took a long time for him to understand that. Speaking of cookies, Vanessa, did you bring some cookies to this oh, yeah, commentary you, session? Yeah, I did. You want some? <laughs> They're laced with <laughs> uh, stuff. <laughs> But, like... Wait, is that why I'm feeling less aggressive? Darn. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Vanessa, can I have some bread? Okay. Wait. <laughs> Thanks, Vanessa. Are you allowed to eat bread? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, Vanessa. Let's all say it together. I also got pills if everyone wants to Thanks, Vanessa. Oh, shit. What was that? It sounded like everyone was talking to me. Thanks, Vanessa. Well, these cookies do taste like they're horribly unhealthy for you. They are 90% sugar, 10% cocaine, and 0.001% unknown. I got some frosting on the microphone here. 
Robots hate having to get rewrites. There I am. Now, if you'll notice, Zach's jacket is not blue, but uh, he does have slight blue undertones on that shirt underneath his jacket and also his blue jeans. Um, but if you'll see, his blue eyes do not come across so brightly. But <laughs> more color wheel Easter eggs here. Everything around him is orange, which I believe... Is a cross he can't blue believe, on the color so. wheel? That is correct. Nailed it. Can we talk about something that's really near dear to my heart? Lucas Grabiel and Ben Pitt, Brad Pitt, went to Kickapoo High School together. Not together, though. There's a statue of Brad Pitt there, which Lucas always tried to live up to. Sorry I keep bringing this up, it's just... Lucas and I really bonded over that. It was special. Vanessa, who do you think you're closest to in the cast? And how do you, do you still keep in touch with anybody now? Yeah. Uh, obviously, Zach Efron and me still love each other very much. Uh, one of the stock photo image guys and I had a fling, but nothing came from it. Oh, you'll notice me coming in for a moment to grab the basketball. Very specific stock photos. This was a hard shot because I had to play both Corbin Blue and myself in this scene. Uh, And you'll notice Blue Shirt there. He wasn't even in this movie. He was literally a guy who just appeared all the time. I think he was actually on vacation. I saw him with his family multiple times, and security kept trying to keep him away, but, you know, eventually we just stopped caring, so he just kind of showed up. Oh, this is my favorite song! Is it get you, get you, get you, get your balls in the game, because they're throwing baseballs, and they're going to do a pitch. Don't listen to them, because they're going to be about the problems that they had today. Let's play baseball. Let's play. It's originally. Yeah, yeah, this is the edited version of that. Uh, Vanessa. What's up? (laughs) Sorry. Um, I wanted to know... What's what's the guy's name again? Not Troy, his friend. Chad. Chad. Could Chad play baseball, or were you also his stunt double? Funny you say that. Yes and no. Could he play baseball? He could hit the baseball with a bat. And as long as he had something covering his hand, he could catch it too. But not with his actual skin. Like Throwing the ball, he would just usually, if he tried, he would just lob it with a mitt. Because he was scared to touch any balls. One second, I just want to give everybody some reference here, just in case you don't remember how good this song is. They're talking about how one of them doesn't dance. Chad is like, I don't dance. I'm here to play sports. Okay. And then Ryan's like... Hold on. But literally, the man can't dance. No, but watch. Watch how good... Listen to the music. In fact, let's just cut out the commentary for this whole song. It's so good. 
Can I say something? The answer is no. Mute the commentary, audience. He can't dance? Honestly, it took a solid week to just get him to decide that he really did want to dance. You might have noticed the line It's based on real life. Where I said... I have some questions about the choreography. Too bad, now's not the time. He's Lucas here is throwing the ball. But Troy, I mean <clears throat> Chad is nowhere near like trying like he's not even close to the the home base. Like why in the game of baseball, like were you trying to be true to the game of baseball choreographer or were you just like not caring? I mean, listen. Okay, let's get back to religion. <laughs> An God excellent isn't idea. Real. Gosh, Vanessa, what is in these freaking cookies? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Rashida Jones's blood. And Gary Busey's psychoanalysis. I'd like you to name Corbin a single Blue. other dance that takes place on a baseball field that's baseball field that's half this good. I mean, sure. Honestly, any baseball movie, and they're not even dancing, but it's way better than this. The original rough draft of Field of Dreams had some musical numbers in it, but they were cut uh, to instead be in Angels in the Outfield, but musical, but then those also were cut. So, I guess none. Um, yeah, this, part, this part's so good, like the sink of, ah, it's so good. I do remember um, working on one of the Sandlot movies, I can't remember which one, it's been like four of them. They were going to have a dance number in that as well, which was beautiful, but due to child labor laws, they decided... That's me. <laughs> no, because I had the ball in my hand. Due to child labor laws, they decided that uh, the dance number was too strenuous after they had been trying to film it for about a week straight in 100-degree heat. So we got shut down. Anybody who knows me knows I think La La Land is such a waste of time. I think they covered everything they needed to in this single dance number. This is another day of sun and city of stars. This 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 is the fools who dream and... Me and Sebastian's theme, track three. Was I there mean, dancing I mean, in those last two? I don't Listen. care. This song, this is, uh, who need, don't even bother watching that trash movie. Just flip your Netflix on and rewatch this bad boy instead. Okay, my dear, I, I appreciate that you appreciate this. Because this is the hardest thing I have ever done in my entire life. <laughs> because, like we've discussed, Corbin Blue doesn't believe in a lot of things. Balls especially. Sports, balls, dancing, taking direction, listening to people, essentially just being a human being. He might be Satan. I don't know. (laughs) So it took me a solid, like, nine hours just to argue with him to get him to come out of his trailer. You know what? We're not going to talk about that. I still have nightmares, and I still don't want to relive it. Um, and so, yeah. I mean, everyone else did a really good job. I really appreciated everyone. They were great. 
They were very helpful trying to get him to just do anything. So, essentially... Because here's the thing. Originally, they just had this kind of cute, quirky little dance number. And then we realized how much we could relate it to real life. That he really does not dance. And it just worked out beautifully. I did a lot of cocaine... But it worked out beautifully. There was meant to be a romance between Chad and Ryan. It was my favorite romance in all High School Musical, and they cut it out. And you can really tell it blossomed into that dance number. Hold up. He's back at basketball? Yeah, he was a basketball player, remember? <laughs> or stock footage people are basketball players. <laughs> oh, maybe he got, maybe he left. Maybe he got fired. Maybe he's, he, he's doing double time with basketball camp and this other one. Oh, as uh, I was there on this day... Uh, Zach's character, Troy, has a lot going through his mind. Uh, first being that he is probably too short to be a basketball player compared to the stock footage guys. But the second, and kind of one of the big conflicts of this movie, is that he wants to play a professional basketball, or not professional, college basketball. Uh, but his love for Vanessa, um... Wait, they switched outfits! They switched outfits! You can't tell me that doesn't mean anything! They literally, full-on, shirts and everything! Look at that! Pants and... Wow! I'm sorry. It's okay, I was pretty much done. Um, I was requested to stop talking about the things that were cut, uh, from the film, but one of those scenes did involve Chad and, uh, Ryan. And it would have been ahead of its time... That's all I'm going to say. Vanessa Hedden is making me want to do lots of squats right now. I am. I'm feeling... <laughs> how many squats do you do a day? Depends on how toked up I am. <laughs> I mean... Sometimes... I do like six. There's supposed to be some conflict there, but um, originally Troy was supposed to be coming from talking to Chad about other things. And he originally wasn't supposed to be jealous at all or a little bit suspicious, but due to uh, some interesting producers on the show, now we have a little bit of suspicion and jealousy that Troy is missing out on... um, this summer friendship that's blossomed and he wasn't quite sure how to act that out I just told him to kind of just show up and make faces the funny thing was is oh my gosh I want to do more squats just looking at my old legs um so the script originally had Sharpie die at the beginning like we discussed and it's a good thing I didn't actually, I did save her because uh, who would have been romancing Zac Efron instead would be her mother, who instead plays a secondary role now. But it was weird. Having... Not that weird, though, because they used that storyline in 17 again, which is also has Zac Efron, might I add. Yeah, yeah, Zach did have um, extensive acting experience doing that. He, then... he was signed up and ready to go. And then doesn't he do it in, like, Paperboy or something like that? I was not his coach on that film, but I'm going to say probably. It's a common, common theme with him. Sorry, continue, Vanessa. His eyes are so blue. 
his eyebrow filling oh. is so thorough. He's so sad. Even his eyebrows look a little blue. Well, if you notice, um, there's a lot of blue tones in the background of the scene. 500 Days of Summer Who? That's all I have to say. And now if you'll notice the blue tablecloth and blue um, chair covers. I don't know what those are called. <clears throat> but you see the blue is around him because he's not actually wearing blue. And also, I'm not sure if that was, I can't remember if that was a white piano. Oh, it was. Uh, well, due to the blue lighting, you could see that the uh, piano looks blue. I heard that, like, you actually did no coaching in this to get, like, some solid reactions out of him. Well, I did have to do a lot of coaching to make him look like a human. Oh. But after a certain point, we wanted to get a certain just awkwardness throughout the whole movie. And I was asked to kind of step down a little bit and just let him react as he wanted to. Did uh, coach with him extensively for certain scenes that most of them were actually cut. Um, but a scene like this, I, I was hardly involved. I was mostly just at the craft services uh, table. Ah, uh, yeah. There's good food, so many, good food. So many white capris in this. It was actually sponsored by Always, the tampon and pads company. Look at that. So many white capris. I never thought of that before, but you are right. It's like the 40th scene. A little uh, known fact that uh, Sharpie and... Is it Ryan? Her it's, twin? Yeah. Yeah. So they originally they originally asked to do a children's version of uh, Game of Thrones where she would have played Cersei and her twin was going to play uh, Jamie. Jimmy. But due to scheduling conflicts, they actually couldn't make it work and so the children's version of the show was canceled and they had to go with an adult version on HBO instead. But it was originally going to be a made-for-TV Disney movie, Game of Thrones. Um, with those two, uh, Zac Efron was going to play uh, Jon Snow, and uh, it was one of it was going to be one of the biggest Disney made-for-TV movies ever. Sir Anthony Hopkins was going to be involved. Oh. Uh, I also was going to be in it, uh, but sadly. Because of those two brats couldn't have their schedule right, they refused to cast anyone else. And so they canceled it on us and made it on HBO with a bunch of lesser talented actors, I think. So. I can't confirm. Oh Zach gosh. was devastated. Subtle symbolism there. Subtle. Blink and you'll miss it. Sorry. I mean, it's already gone. Zach was devastated that he uh, could not play Jon Snow. In fact, he has often 
um, written to me and phoned me about his extensive jealousy and hatred of Kit Harrington. And you know what? I just always tell him, Zach, at least you're taller than Kit. Um, just, just hold on to that. And that normally pacifies him. You know, I think one of my favorite scenes is coming up. <gasps> is it the it scene is. when they, spoiler alert, break up? Yeah, actually. Whoa, I broke I mean, up with him? There's just so much raw emotion. I'm yeah. actually very impressed. I, yes. I, I, I know that agree. was all, again, I don't remember either of your names. And I know they both start with a V. Everyone's, Everyone's name names though. start with a V. Vanessa. <laughs> That's me. Right? I don't know. Wait, Pay attention to the rest of the people in here. Holy moly. This is not easy. Acting coach. What's your name? Uh, Jenna. Oh, I thought it started with a V. My I'm Janine. She's Jenna. Oh, wow. Why am I... Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What, what, so what was your name back there, too? Some of these people are obvious. My name is irrelevant. <laughs> White capris again, look. And white shorts. And if you'll notice, her blue top and his blue cardigan. I don't know why he was wearing a cardigan in this scene. I did talk to the costume mistress and I said, you know, Zach is uh, complaining of extensive dehydration and uh, hallucinations. Um, but she just didn't care. She said, I want him in this cardigan. I don't care if it's 110 degrees. He's going to wear a cardigan. And he was stuck like it. There was nothing I could do for him. Actors do a lot for their craft. Uh, Christian Bale gained so many pounds for American Hustle. Can't remember. I don't have the numbers on that. But uh, similar to that, Zac Efron wore a cardigan. In 110 degree heat. Yeah. And then before that, Christian Bale like lost a million pounds for his role in... Uh, yeah, right. What? For what? The, the machine. Christian the machinist. The, the, yeah, but there we go. The machinist. Yeah, it was definitely right before American then, Hustle. He filmed that one after another. Mm-hmm. Right? No, no. He filmed that one, and then he then then I think he woke up for Batman, and oh, then I think oh, post Batman, then he then they were like, let's do this, and he was like, let me just gain a billion pounds. Similar to also Tom Hardy did that with like Bane. A lot of actors doing lots of stuff for the craft, wearing cardigans, gaining weight. I gained weight for Spring Breakers uh, with James Franco. They said I was too hot. So you were in danger. They said you gotta look less hot. So I did. Look at that dog's hair and makeup and costume. Like, if that doesn't deserve an I'm talking about me! <laughs> I'm sorry. Drugs are wearing out. Um, I get a little bit ticky. You do know they're picky. Cookies are nice. I can't eat too many or else I'll overdose. Oh. That would have been good to know. How many did you have? Only three. Okay, you're good. I had like six before I came. Oh, wow. (laughs) You can tell he's also running off, running out of his high, too. So I get, I'm like, uh, you know, I, I gave him some of my cookies. If I remember correctly, pretty much all of the actors and actresses in this movie didn't actually know what character that man played. <laughs> Excuse me. Sneezing. Wow. Um, and they were just, they always were going up to the director, the, their coaches, and they were just 
why why is this man here and how should i react to him and honestly we had no answer for them and we just kind of let them play off of it as they would which is why most of the reactions seem very bizarre i love this scene because i uh i don't know how to read but they put it in front of me and i could act like i was reading it was really fun you you saw as like i looked at it i was they told me what it said so i could pretend like i knew what it said but that's why i love this scene it was just fun Oh, you nailed that. You nailed it. Thank you. I People said I was saying your name wrong, <laughs> and so they had me say it weird in that one shot. I think your your favorite scene's coming up here. This fight is intense, guys. I know. I saved her life, and this is if she repays me. Bitch. I'm just enjoying the craft. Oh, here, we go. here we go. Again, you notice his blue wardrobe. As you see him in the background right there, that's actually not Zach. He, um... Yeah, it was. A, I think it was actually just a mannequin at this point, um, just to play that perfectly wooded, wooden reaction. Mannequins. Oh, here we go. Ooh, I think when this scene came out, I was a younger woman, and no. I do believe it made this? me cry. No, we had reasons for breaking up. He had issues with my drug habit. And so, I mean, it wasn't really me breaking. Well, I did break up with him, but it was like, listen, I like drugs. You can't deal with that. Whatever. But we still hook up all the time. Like, all the time. You might as well stay at my house because we're always hooking up. I think it's because... He doesn't realize it, though. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Changing the subject, this is kind of a fact that might uh, be interesting for some viewers. There was a lot of debate as to the location of their summer job, and, you know, we knew we wanted it to be a fun resort, but a large part of the decision came down to whether or not there would be a pool uh, with water that was blue enough to bring out the blue of Zach's eyes. And um, we went through a lot of locations. Zach was brought on at every location um, and just we just had him stand next to the pool uh, to see what his eyes looked like and you know I think uh, I think this was probably the best choice. We're still not very pleased with it though. His eyes in person Oh. are radioactive um, is really the best word that I can come up with it. Sorry, go ahead, Vanessa. Yeah, um, I'll notice my acting is really good here. Uh, those were real tears in that scene before. And it's an acting tip. People say, how do you cry? How do you cry on cue? 
lot of people ask me that because I do it a lot. Well, the trick was 20% absinthe, 30% Coke, 80% lake water, and 9% Crayola crayons melted down. I mix it into a spray and spray it in my eyes and that's how I get such realistic looking tears that like just sit on my eyelids. You know, I was, I was brought on at this scene because we just weren't getting the emotion from Zach uh, that we had I expected. Spray, <laughs> but he didn't want it. So I actually had to talk him through um, what it felt like to be sad uh, as a person in a relationship. And I don't think he understood it, but this was the closest that we got, which is we, we were just stuck with this scene. You would always so grab my boobs in that scene. You're telling me. Zac Efron feels no emotion. He in doesn't real shake life. hands. Well, at you know the point where he's at now um, in 2017, he's he's come a long way. At this point in time, it was pretty much like working with a block of wood. I think that's what we're talking about. Minivan is not actually anyone I know. Just pulled up and we said it's it would actually go with me. It. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's not my minivan. I mean, I was on drugs, so I can't really be... We stole it. But they were like, hey, we need someone to just, like, sit in this car motionless. school image than this. And just drive away dramatically. Don't look at the camera. Don't look at it. So that was actually part of the script. I just walked into a minivan and went with it. Like, I thought I was going home. Is that where you went for, like, three weeks? Yeah, probably. Well, not home. What? We didn't go home. No. no, I mean, like, in the minivan. Is that... What on... I'm sorry. I was distracted by the flawless set design. You you went in the minivan for three weeks, right? Yeah, I don't know where I went. <laughs> you were driving. You I probably know driving. better than me. I was driving? No, she was driving. No, I was driving. Where did you drive me? Name redacted. I drove was driving. Yeah, where? We can also not discuss that. Oh, Two okay. basketballs in this shot, if you'll notice. One of them's a stuffed basketball. He uh, he goes to bed with it. You don't remember it for a reason. No, if you'll notice, um, on the nightstand next to Troy's dad, it's, again, another photo. There it is of uh, Troy and Vanessa together. And um, it is, again, you guessed it, one that Zach colored with crayon himself. We uh, yeah, made a black. It we took away the... Um, color it is actually a photo but we he insisted on coloring in between takes it was a weird request but um you know we try to keep him happy i think you can really see it in his performance because i think in some ways him coloring in between the lines is a symbol of his character's need to color in the lines because his character is feeling all this pressure to color in the metaphorical lines of young adulthood meaning applying to all these colleges and getting into a good school and doing all these amazing things like basketball and singing he's feeling this pressure to do that and it's very difficult to color in the lines of an already picture so all that pressure just kind of building up and then of course it relates to him and Vanessa you know what I mean there's lots of levels to this I think it really comes across in his performance Academy please call us back thank you Notice the blue again. 
Yes, this is my favorite scene. This is the pinnacle of, I think, my achievement in this movie. I don't want to say throughout my career, because that would be a lie. But at least in this movie, it was very difficult to get him to this point. But black pants and black shirt. You, I mean, you were inspired a lot by Michael Jackson in this scene. Yes. I can see it uh, specifically in the way he runs and his movements. Yes, yes. Um, there are there are parts of this I drew from, you know, music videos I've seen. Footloose? Specifically Footloose. But a lot of it was from a fever dream I had in the desert. <laughs> was it there's three weeks? I'm not going to confirm <laughs> nor deny that. I'm just going to ask you one question. Vanessa helped a little bit. I'm going yeah, to ask you one question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were those cookies that... involved? No. Well. They're not strong enough. I'm trying out so I can enjoy this. He was so scared in this scene. He was. Uh, a lot of it had to do with a lot of those rocks. <laughs> they looked like pianos. Yeah. We had to convince him they're not pianos. But at one point, we decided that... <sighs> He just was concentrating too much on his dancing, and it just looked obvious that he wasn't upset about the situation. So we did bring on a real piano oh. to try and scare him into looking angry. Me? Sorry, I just got freaked out for a second. I, he just pointed at me in real life. I'm speechless. There's one of these, um, you know, the famous Hollywood stories of Gene Kelly uh, performing Singing in the Rain with a fever of 103 degrees or something like that. Really? Um, yeah, it's a true story. This, um, Zac Efron, to continue that proud... It yeah, took a lot of part <laughs> Proud right legacy. There. Um, the 12 hours of sleep was part of it, but also his shoes were just a half size too small. Oh, oh, I mean, it did. It did help that we were in 115 degree weather. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with Utah, St. George weather, it's hot as. Sh it's just. I don't know. We did intentionally dress him in black, in um, black so that he would feel the heat yes, very yes, intensely. Yes. Also, the shoes being a half size too small. We wanted the pain to be tangible and real. Little known fact. Well, of course. Of course. He refused to let anyone sing backup for him except for himself. That's another little script continuity error um, of Tony just not being involved. He was running on a dirt path and then came back to the rocks. No one knew what was going on, but... Uh, we just let it happen because we were just pretty much sick of making this movie at this point. Yeah. But hey, there's a third one. Yes. Thank you for reminding me of the nightmares. Oh, hey, anytime. Anytime. It's been 10 years, but it feels like yesterday. Sometimes when people ask me to describe this experience, 
I just say the word Vietnam and walk away. Yeah. Hauntingly accurate. The night terrors are the worst part. Do you ever wake up just singing these songs? I do. It's great. Oh, I do too. And just a cold, cold sweat. Um, Actually, the cause of my divorce. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's tragic. I had no idea. I mean, it's fine. You can only wake up in the middle of the night screaming... It's summertime so many times before they just get tired and leave. This is great. This is so great. Now, if you notice, her name is misspelled on the back of her chair there. Because we did try and have Sharpie spell, <laughs> excuse me, Sharpie spell her own name. And again, she is very illiterate. She's so. very illiterate. She just wrote it how she thought, and it's just wrong. Young Victoria won the 2011 Oscar. Hold up. Can we freeze frame as to why the men's locker room is directly next to the kitchen? Guys. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. (laughs) Seems unsanitary. I mean, I honestly oh. suggested that they just delete Goodwill Hunting from all film archives after watching that scene. The tenderness, the the friendship between two men going through so much. Um, I figured Goodwill Hunting was pretty much irrelevant. Zach actually didn't know what the word apologize meant, and it was a very interesting discussion to have with him. This scene, I think we took about, I want to say close to 60 takes of this scene, because he just couldn't get the inflection of the word apologize, or make it sound um, convincing that he was sorry for anything. Um, Because Zach, while he is the hero, just has no remorse for making any of these movies or any of the things he does despite the pain that it causes the hundreds of cast and crew uh, that it took to make this he's he's thrown us through a lot we can't forgive you Zach no but we still love you That was another classic um, of a random guest that just kind of wandered on to... We just gave her a part. Because at that point, we'd lost half of the extras. Again, still have no idea where they went. I mean, a couple of them I saw hanging around Zac Efron's trailer, but I'm not trying to imply anything. By, by any means, because... He did I mean, invite a lot of people over for, people for drinks. Over for um, drinks. Again, he was severely dehydrated, and never I never actually saw him drink anything. 
But I mean, look at him. He's enough. Mm-mm-mm. Am I right, Vanessa? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Sharpay is one of the most interesting characters in this whole franchise. Sharpie. Excuse me. It's true, you can really see her conflict. I mean, we talked about Game of Thrones earlier, but I think she would have been wonderful to play Cersei Lannister. Yes. can definitely see the trials that she's been through, what's taken her to this point in time, and what's motivating her. Um, her, her acting uh, coach was very talented, um, a good friend of mine, and I, I just, um, yeah, I think she did a great job. What is it with putting hats on robots? I don't know. Good thing about those chef hats is you can't tell when they're sideways. Yeah. For every fedora worn on High School Musical, five dollars. <laughs> For every fedora worn on High School Musical, five dollars were donated to prostate cancer research. What an amazing fact, Academy. Yeah. I was always so jealous of what um, Sharpie's acting coach was able to get out of her because that was a wonderful scene of heartbreak. That wasn't an acting coach. It's her real life personality. This is actually just straight up cut from a tampon commercial. Look at this. Those clouds behind him <laughs> aren't real. Whoa. I thought they were when I was in the movie. You'll notice I'm coming up pretty soon. And I tried to jump at them in the first take. But uh, they told me, don't. He's memorized this whole song. Well, it's pretty easy because it's a pretty blatant ripoff of Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King? Because Disney just recycles and recycles and recycles and recycles. But also, it's. Stop um... focus. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm She's just really excited to see something that I can point the out. Shot. Soft focus <laughs> cinematography on Vanessa there. The shot was taken from Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it was the setup of this scene. They actually wanted to do a throwback to Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. The very end when uh, Ewan McGregor, or uh, Nicole Kidman is up on stage and uh, is singing to Ewan McGregor and calls him back and he very emotionally comes back up and says that he'll always love her. Unfortunately, nobody dies. <laughs> the original plan was for Vanessa to die. 
Well, Sorry, Vanessa, I'm really sad about it. But um, Vanessa, we just couldn't get rid of you. Um, yeah. Literally, you would not leave, so oh. we had to write you back into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty pleased with it. What are we talking about? <laughs> Vanessa, your imminent death. Yeah. How far into high school musical series were you and Zach hooking up? Because oh. I know you guys dated for real for a long time. Like for we real hooked dating. up the entire time. Okay. You can tell with my face. Um, kind of a funny little bit of trivia about the uh, guitars here. This was at the height of uh, rock band and guitar heroes popularity. They're not actually real guitars that they're playing. Mm -hmm. They are the guitars from rock band. Um, just a fun little thing. I, I had to go on one while we were waiting in between scenes, and it was a good time. Yeah, we were. It's just I'm so confused by the fact that all the other cast members are always in their work clothes. Like, did this all happen over the span of like a whole day? I do think part of that confusion stems from the lack of money that this movie had. Mm -hmm. uh, most of it was actually spent um, on Vanessa and Zach's salary. Um, all $40, I think, is what they were paid. The rest of it, they just didn't have enough money left over for the costumes. Within the series, the next scene that's coming up is, canon-wise, the first time you see Zach and, uh, I mean, Troy and Gabriella kiss, which I find fascinating, because it's kind of implied that they've been waiting to kiss this whole time. We uh, were kissing in between takes, yeah, actually. Yeah, so, un so ungathered, but I just find it interesting that Disney didn't give it the green, green, green light till this. Well, Disney's motto through most of this was actually wait till marriage, and... <laughs> And that is why I'm wearing a white dress. This is uh, marriage. That's why they kissed at the end. It's to symbolize this... that I am marrying Zac Efron. <laughs> this was actually... Also why her real um, ankles are showing. A little bit. They're, just like the, they're covered up by that shoe. Look. Watch. Watch the shoe. Look at her shoe. Which is why everyone is dressed up formally. Uh, parents are there. Um, I believe Ryan was supposed to be the priest, but um, his costume is a little bit misleading. And they didn't, they didn't uh, ordain LGBT priests at that time. And that too. It was it was an, it, it was implied. Anyway, but this this was their their marriage uh, or their wedding. So little known little known fact. Vanessa, didn't you guys just get married in the scene for real? Probably. I mean, I was pretty toked up in this scene. But uh we could have I don't remember getting married, but I also don't remember getting a divorce. <laughs> so I might be still be married to Zac Efron. Maybe good possibility. Sharpie, Sharpie's dress in this and Ryan's shirt. She actually was going to take it away from him, but they had a gun off stage saying, no, you give it to him. And that's why you see her doing that. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. This was a big victory for that character. That's yeah. all I want to say. He, it was one of the biggest things he's, he talks about. That and Kickapoo High School with Brad Pitt. Mm, like all the time. 
this um, was an interesting scene that uh, it was pretty much the only scene we filmed in a studio because we had to get the green screen effect just right. We did film this outside. Um, I was there that night and for the green screen day and they just thought that it looked too real, too convincing. Yeah. So yeah. they wanted to, um, you know, up the stars in the sky so that you realize that it was indeed fake. Um, we didn't want to confuse people with the reality versus the the, the lie of the movie. Every time I watch me kiss him, I feel it in real life. If you notice, those lanterns actually were pulled away by string. You could little see the little string um, that someone forgot to edit out of the movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all they had was... I mean, they paid... They paid us pretty well, but I think that's for other reasons, mostly to keep our mouth shut. But I mean, they really only had like a what, like a like a six hundred dollar budget to make this film. It's incredible. I mean, I it think looks many great. people were paid via blackmail. Yeah. Let's all go around and see what. <laughs> Never mind. Are you asking what we were blackmailed paid in? No blackmail. Or blackmailed in. Well, there were some photographs that came out. I was actually promised a sum of money uh, to do this movie, but when I came forward to try and get it, there were some photographs of myself and Zach <laughs> Sorry, wrong. in the trailer, uh, in his trailer, excuse me, um, with just all of the bleach that Zach had asked me. <laughs> excuse me. I'm really sad about this still. All the bleach that Zach had asked to be brought to his trailer. And while there was nothing definitive, I just felt it wasn't worth it to fight them on that. So that's what I was, that was my blackmail. What about you, Janine? I mean, I, was, I wasn't paid during the filming. I wasn't paid during the $600 because I'm now just hired to hype this movie. Mm. Um, and for that, I... I'm just really enthusiastic about this movie. I'm doing this for charity. For God. How kind of you. Vanessa, how were you paid? Drugs. Of course. Completely in drugs. <laughs> and not just drugs, like hard drugs. Let's move past that. Name redacted. What were you paid? Well, I or thought I... were you blackmailed? Made it pretty clear that... No. It wasn't blackmailed, so to say. They pay you a lot of money when sometimes you stumble into situations that don't look okay and they need you to keep your mouth shut. So. Yeah, but, I mean, essentially, the tables turned. Turntables. My, how the turntables. My, how the turntables. I will not confirm nor deny that I blackmailed all of them. You are a scary, scary person. You're welcome. The entire cast of Newsies sued them after this, except for Christian Bale. He secretly paid them because he hates his role in that so much.
I just remember at the beginning of the scene taking a break after we'd run through it two or three times because Zach Efron just couldn't get it together. And I really appreciate you, Vanessa, because you're the one that, that made him just do copious amounts of cocaine. Yeah. So that we could get him to dance. The trick was telling him it wasn't drugs. Yeah. Said, you want some sugar donuts? Yeah. And he'd ate them and go, these taste terrible. And I said, shut up. Shut up and eat your powdered donuts. Unfortunately, I have to agree uh, with Vanessa. Sometimes that was the only way to get Zach up and moving. I don't condone it, nor do I, you know, encourage people to use that in their uh, acting methods. But if it works, eh, it works. I actually got the idea because I remember one day he came with some jelly donut on his mouth. Like tons of like red jelly it looked like. Just all over his face and chest. It was late one night, and I was like, oh my gosh, Zach, you ate donuts. And he's like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, is that Miley Cyrus? Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Did you not know? I know, I know she's in this. I just totally blinked and I missed it. I'm really upset. Why was Miley Cyrus there? Why not? The f- I, I will never be in a movie with Miley Cyrus. I have a <laughs> contractual... <laughs> problem with it. Stupid bitch snuck her way into my movie. <sighs> they were going to kiss again um, at that point, but this was actually filmed before the wedding scene, so uh, yeah, Kenny so Ortega cool. said that, yeah, it wouldn't be allowed uh, for them to kiss at that I point. I love a good blooper reel. Also, I still think there should be an Oscars exclusively for Blooper. Thank you. Thank you for using my alias name. Can you take it? Is that you? It is, actually. Thank you. Good heavens, I didn't even recognize you, Kenny. It's been 10 years. What it has been, you? right? Kenny, what about our children? <laughs> you son of a <laughs> They ask about you every night. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't know the things that I've seen. Well, folks, you heard it here first. Kenny Ortega out of hiding. Well, you won't know where he is. She yeah. is. We Both. don't know. D, all of the above. (laughs) They're just yes anding the crap out of that. The end. Thanks for listening. That was as that's all that there was in the credits? What? It was a Disney Channel original movie. (laughs) Oh no, here's a little bit more. It was a Disney Channel Oops, I just hit (laughs) black. Well, okay. Thank you so much for listening. But this you guys. This is Jenna, Janine, Vanessa, mm-hmm. and not Kenny signing yeah. off. Kenny, not Kenny. Make sure to network with us on LinkedIn and hook up with us on, <laughs> hook up with us on AOL. <laughs> on your local Guys, street corner. I think yeah. Vanessa might be dead. <laughs> Vanessa? Somebody check her pulse. <laughs> I think Vanessa's dead. Vanessa! Someone Can somebody call 911?
Okay, can we talk about how, A, I forgot that Miley Cyrus makes an appearance. Who does she make an appearance with? Isn't it a Jonas brother? What? I'm sorry. That was loud. And then second, I totally <laughs> forgot that, like, the weird, awkward, blonde kid with braces in all of the back scenes, I totally went to high school with and was, like, actually, like, casual friends with. <laughs>